0: Welcome to another episode of milk the clock podcast Paul's in Omaha you know where I'm at I'm in Ohio you guys hate Ohio you make fun of me I have very few loyal Ohio listeners Paul do you have any loyal Omaha Nebraska listeners
1: oh at least three or four at
0: the very least I constantly (laughs) see you pimping out the show to your buddies what do they think about the show
1: they love it. You know what they love the most, though, in terms of high quality content, Joe. They love it when they get when when they get to hear from some good looking babes.
0: That's the proven method. Um, you know, other sites out there, they don't. Uh, they act like they got to be like media members. They got to be a mem- <laughs> member of the uh, credentialed media, and they're afraid to they're afraid to say or interview anything anybody
1: anything. And I think you're right. at Anything. anything. Anything thing they don't want to, they they all have agendas. They want to push the brand. They want to push content. We're delivering interviews to you guys with people that you end up hearing from that. You didn't even know you wanted to hear from.
0: Well, see, and and I've said this to you, you're a job hunter. You're always looking for your next job. I I have my next job. I don't, I don't need uh, this. This is my job. And (laughs) I've created my own job and guys are jealous. And they should be. I had a guy at lunchtime. He was just bad mouthing me about that's really not work what you do. I mean, he's kidding. via Twitter. He's via Twitter. Or? He's kidding. Okay. But okay. you get my drift. Guys, I smell
1: like, I smell what you're saying. Right. So
0: I can't help it if you're out there working and miserable and sitting in a sitting in a cubicle and you hate your job. We can help, though. Do we something can about help. it.
1: We can't, <laughs> Do something we about can't help. We yes. care about you guys. That's why today we're going to be speaking with April Rose, the queen of Chicago media. I've uh, done some work with Playboy in the past, and that's the short list. We'll get into everything she's accomplished and what she's working on shortly. The
0: readers have seen April Rose. Uh, I, I think we've crossed paths multiple times online. Um, there's probably been photo shoots for something. And, Absolutely. Uh probably Blackhawks, Bears. I think she's done some stuff with the Cubs. You know. Sox.
1: She's on the socks oh, uh, season oh, calendar. Sox. Okay. Yeah. All right.
0: I am just I'm trying to remember where I've seen her. Uh, I follow her on Instagram, so I, it's listen, I she has to be a longtime BC contributor in the photo department. So Great let's that. uh let's
1: bring her on. Here she is. What, uh, what are you working on right now? I, was just, I had just looked online. I saw you were on the Sox schedule, the, the cover girl. I know you're working with The Loop. What's up?
2: Yeah, I work for a radio station in Chicago. I got a radio show. It's the number one show on Sunday night. And i um, busy with that. I'm, I'm working on the Bears pregame show, but we're just starting planning for that um, right now for Comcast Sportsnet. And um, I, our sister station does the Sox broadcast. And so they'll use my voice um, for a lot of different White socks. And now we acquire the Bulls. And so you'll hear my, hear my voice for that. But I'm not saying anything intelligent. Um, just kind of voice <laughs> Neither are commercials we. Commercials and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Speaking yeah, so of, of,
1: uh, of, of nothing intelligent and football season, I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot. What is the Bears record going to be this season?
2: What's the record? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it. Everyone, like three years ago, everyone was really excited and thought we, we had a chance. And every year it's slowly going down. You know what I mean? And I feel sad, but this is the first year where I feel like people have given up in Chicago. Um, and, and, and I feel like it's kind of the same thing with Derek Rose where we were really excited when he came on. And every year we held on it to him a little bit and then just slowly let him go. And, you know, and I feel like losing Matt Forte this year is a, is a big let go. And I understand, you know, everything that happened with that. But, but there's not any excitement right now. And normally, you know, t- tomorrow is their first uh, preseason game, or is it tonight? And, you know, no, no one cares. No one's excited about it. No one's really buzzing about it and talking about it. And so it's kind of not a great time for, for Chicago Sports on that end right now.
1: To me, it's like, let's get get into this four and 12 season already let's get it going you know <laughs> <laughs> let's just get it started so we can move on oh with our lives gosh. it's like Jim Miller in 2002 just an awful year for the Bears but it's interesting that you mentioned Derrick Rose and Matt Forte because the reaction to Derrick Rose going to New York all these Knicks fans are stoked like he's somehow relevant again and in a, you know a lot of ways because
2: it's, he's cool and fashionable and I think that's about it
1: <laughs> kind of like
0: Jay Cutler
2: <laughs> but I don't even know if Jake Toddler's cool and fashionable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Neither does, uh, what, is that Lauren Conrad that he's married to? She doesn't know Cavallari,
0: either. Cavallari, Cavallari.
1: She just Cavallari, uh, starves, she just starves the kids. She just doesn't feed the kids, just organic juice only. That's it, right, Joe? Uh,
0: yeah, she, yeah, it's like chickpeas and whatever she can find at Whole Foods, so. In the yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but who's, yeah. uh,
0: who's the most ahead, who's John. the most interesting guy on the bears
2: you know i really liked matt forte um because we both started our rookie year in football like professional football together i started working on the bears pregame show um when he was a rookie and so um obviously that's where our similarities end but um <laughs> I always respected him because you know I, I get to know the players on a little bit different of a level, and I always felt like he took it this, this job very seriously, and he treated his body like it was a machine. Um, you know, he had a hyperbaric chamber in his house at one point. I mean, you know, he's on off days, he's getting these crazy Thai massages that tear him apart at like five, six in the morning. Like he's he really puts everything into it. It's not just a blow off. You know, let's mess around and hang out on the weekends and and rally. You know, and so I kind of really respected that. And he was a real family man, and it it showed it. I remember, I think two years ago there was a Monday night football game against the Cowboys versus the Bears, and it was Tony Romo and the Cowboys versus Matt Forte and the Chicago Bears. And I'm like, yeah, he is the leader. He is the, the face, and and he's a he's a great guy to be in that position and so obviously I think you could tell I'm really upset that Matt is not with the team anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All Bears fans are upset. It was ridiculous. It's just the way they let Brian Urlacher go a few years ago. Exactly Briggs. Exactly. I, was, I was shocked when they brought Charles Tillman back for a year two years ago and he mm-hmm. got hurt. In like the second game of the year, and they got rid of him. Goes on to Carolina, and obviously they end up in the Super Bowl. So just some classic mismanagement by the Bears. Mm-hmm. But anyway, mm-hmm. speaking of like endless massages and, and being a family guy, <laughs> that's Joe Kinsey. That's my podcast that's partner, it. Joe. When was yes. that? I I've, thought she was
2: talking about you.
0: I've never had a massage. Uh, never right. had an official massage. You've
2: never had a massage. Never.
0: And I've been blogging for nine massage. years, sitting in a chair. No massages for nine years. Sitting in this ridiculously.
2: Can I can I tell you they yep. my girlfriend I just she just told me she's in Puerto Rico she's a playmate and this September 2011 maybe Beth Williams just got a massage in Puerto Rico and he grabbed her her crotch he what? massaged her okay. whole breast everything. So if you do get your first massage, be careful if you're in Puerto Rico, because I guess the rules are a little different in Puerto Rico. And I don't want you to get fondled when you don't want to get fondled. (laughs) Wow.
0: Paul, Paul, let's dive into this a little deeper. I'm
1: I'm cool with with getting fondled. I mean, that's cool with me. But if you're a playmate on vacation in in Puerto Rico, I mean, you kind of got to know though, right? That's pretty dicey.
2: I don't know. And the thing is, like, usually you kind of strip down and you put a towel on and she said she even left her underwear on and he still <laughs> took the liberty to get crazy and get comfortable. And, and you know, I think when you're a female and, and you're naturally submissive, it's hard to just stand up for yourself sometimes. Um, and so she was just very nervous and it was very awkward for her. Um, but it, but it's, it's scary. So protect yourself. Oh, that sounds, <laughs> where, no, I mean, he, he, what a
0: scumbag.
1: Where would you rather I get a massage right now, April in Rio or in Puerto Rico? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, Joe, scary. You too. that's a scary thought.
0: <laughs> I'm going to Puerto Rico. Sounds like there, <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't like that. I don't like that. There was an assault, right? That's horrible. Correct. But, okay. So, all right, go back to this. So what does she tell you? How she's like, whoa, get out of here. She runs out or how, how's it all in? She,
2: she was nervous and she was uncomfortable and kind of crawled into a a shell, if that makes sense. Right. Um, and now they're, you know, they made a report against it, obviously it's illegal. And the, the scary thing is, you know, this probably isn't the first time that that happened. And so it's important to speak up about it and say something about it because there are other females that, that it, you know, you feel uncomfortable, you feel overpowered by a man. And, and right. you, you know, a lot of times in a sexual assault uh, mindset, you feel like it's my fault somehow or, you know, you kind of can blame yourself and you kind of crawl into a shell. You think people won't believe you. And so there's a laundry list of reasons why um, girls don't speak up about stuff like that. So So luckily she did make a report about it.
1: Do you guys know who's used to being overpowered by men?
2: <laughs> Your cowhouse,
1: Jay Cutler.
2: Oh. <laughs> Actually, the entire
1: Bears offensive line for about the last four years, really. No. Anyway, April, can you tell the story about how you even got into this whole game? The uh, just just the origin story of being in a contest and and uh, how it's sort of blown up since then.
2: Which contest? Won like a contest. Remember, I won for a radio station. Right, is that the one? Yes, I think um, that's the for, one. for for the well. I also won Maxim Hometown Hotties contest, um, and for Maximizing, mean, and um, but for the radio station, they wanted a spokesperson for 97.9 nine the Loop, and we shoot a calendar and do commercial ads, and now I have a show. But back in the day, they had a contest where any girl could enter. And you get people to vote for you, and then they narrow it down to 16 girls, where they call Sweet 16, and we do sort of a competition on stage um, where you don't really use your intelligence at all, but it's still fun. And I happen to win because we didn't have to use our intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> that's my strong suit. And, um, yeah, so that's kind of where it started. And then I, I entered the Maxim Hometown Honey Contest, and – you know, thousands of girls enter that. They narrow it down to 1,000, then to 100, then to 10, and we all did a photo shoot out in New York, and they happen to like me. Again, well, not having to use my intelligence, so that was perfect, for, right on <laughs> my ass.
0: What were you doing before the radio stuff?
2: I was, uh, well, speaking about sexual assault, I was a sexual assault counselor for 15 different hospitals in Chicago. Um, and I also worked with disabled children and adults for the Morton Grove um, Park District. And I was in school. I got my EMT license and cardiology tech license. And so it had nothing to do with um, radio or TV or modeling or anything. I kind of made a jump into another field.
0: All right. And on the radio show, uh, what's wh- is it sports, or what are you discussing?
2: It's a, so we play classic rock okay. and 90s rock music on the station. And so you know, gosh, I'll discuss, you know, last week I get, here's here's another topic. I get a lot of emails and questions about my feet. And so I did a whole show talking about why there's an obsession, a foot fetish obsession, because guys will literally email me asking what size they are, if they're ticklish, if they can send me money or gifts for special pictures of my feet. And I don't know what this fixation is. I mean, do you guys have a foot fetish? I don't know. Well,
1: no. I don't understand it that either. I, that's never made any sense to me. So my question is when they're asking for like special pictures, what do they want? Like your foot next to a hot dog? Is that what this whole thing's <laughs> about? <laughs> now
2: that's not what you want. I don't
1: know if it's <laughs> a hot dog between the big toe and the next toe. I don't toe. get yeah. it. I don't get that. Like it, it makes no sense to me. I, I, I'm curious. I
2: don't, I don't get it either. And And, you know, my terrible story with that is my first photo shoot I ever did, uh, the photographer, you know, at the end, I was 15 years old, and at the end of the shoot, everyone cleared out, and he's looking at my feet. And he said, you know, oh, you have really nice toes, you have really nice feet. And then he goes to grab my foot and he goes, have you ever, ever had anyone stuck on your toes? And I said no. And he's saying that as he's lifting my foot up, Towards his mouth, and I'm 15 years old. I don't know what's going on. He was significantly older, and then he puts wrapped his mouth around my big toe, and and I kind of froze, and I didn't know what to happen. I slowly pulled my foot out because it didn't feel good at all. It felt really creepy and spiny and gross, and. That's where I first discovered that men are fucking crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. I mean, these stories, I mean, we, we go from the massage to your toe story.
1: This is, uh, this, right. is, all...
2: this is public awareness yeah. right now. <laughs>
1: all right. The only thing it's weirder like than when a guy, yeah, it's like NPR. It's just like NPR. <laughs> the only thing weirder when a, when a guy sucks on your toes is when a girl does it. I, I don't get that. either. There's, there's women have out there too. Have you had your suck? I have, and it was really weird. And I like Tell been to the gym earlier. It was so weird. I'd been to the gym earlier. I wasn't anticipating. You know, obviously I'd showered at some point, but but I, I did. I didn't even know how to sit. I didn't. I like didn't know where to look. It was just very weird. And uh, yeah, that's my foot sucking story. That's pretty good, right?
2: <laughs> I mean, you didn't like it. You stopped her.
1: Well, I'm really ticklish. I'm really ticklish. So when her tongue like got into my arch, I couldn't help but like giggle and, and, you know, kick my foot around a little bit. Right. You know, I mean, what what am I I supposed to do? Joe, help me out here. No, no, Mrs. BC
0: is if I look at her feet, she she kicked me in the face. So I know what you're talking Uh about. It's uh Uh No. You don't even go near her feet, so I know well, all about this. Well, I think this.
2: that's what the the draw is, or that it's a forbidden area, so people might develop fetish for that. But Honestly. We're going to have to do some more studying on seriously, that, Seriously, <laughs> has
0: Rex Ryan <laughs> contacted you about your feet?
2: <laughs> no, he has not officially. What other my what freaks
1: are out there, Paul? So many freaks. So, April, I'm looking at your Twitter feed. What is Brothers Green Eats? What is this?
2: It's a uh, cooking show on MTV International. It's in 90 different countries. And it is um, these two brothers from New York. They're kind of hipsters. They're cool hipsters. And they travel around the world. Um, I think they were in Rio. I'm pretty sure. And so they'll come back to New York. Giving massages? Yes, getting massages in Puerto Rico. And they come back to New York, and I meet up with them, and we go over ingredients and different cultures and different ingredients from different countries, the way uh, food preparation is. And they do a lot of hacks um, for cooking, like they'll make fish in their dishwasher, and the steam cooks the fish. And uh, they'll iron a, a steak uh, with a, an ironing board and, you know, a clothing iron. And so uh, it's kind of a fun quirky show and they play pranks on me a lot. Um, and they'll kind of add different ingredients in food and we'll do challenges of who can eat, you know, the grossest foods and stuff like that. Um, but it's a really fun show. Go ahead, Paul. The end. The end. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the end. <laughs> um, one other question I had too, you mentioned the the barrage of weird foot emails that you got. How how often do guys, and you do a lot of public appearances, you do a lot of NASCAR stuff, and NASCAR is mm-hmm. a bad word on this program to Joe. Mm-hmm. I love NASCAR. Lately. 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 Um, <laughs> but when you're doing these public appearances, how often do guys actually come up to you and approach you and hit on you or even tell a joke or do anything like that?
2: There's a lot of guys that, that will come up and they'll kind of stick around the entire event. Um, and... The, what creeps me out is the guys that I know because I see them commenting a lot and I'll see them walk by an event but they won't actually come say hi to me Um, that creeps me out but I've been at events where you know one guy came up and said I've been staring at your lower back skin and you have really nice lower back skin and you know <laughs> off comments like that kind of make me feel a little uncomfortable because it's not that it's okay to be creepy, but there's different levels of creepiness that that you know you can handle, and that kind of made me think he wanted to wear it like Silence of the Lambs or something. You know, was that was
0: that Chris Berman?
2: <laughs> was that what?
0: Chris Berman? No,
2: no, that has, was not. <laughs> has Chris?
0: Bur- have you ever had an interaction with Chris Berman? No. All right. No, no, we did. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no Rex Ryan or Chris Berman. She's actually not had that bad of a career.
2: i'm lucky i'm lucky
0: (laughs) so so these guys are uh they're the scary ones are the ones that won't actually talk to you they're Mm -hmm. creepy but they won't come up
2: correct because we've had
0: we've had women on lately who say that guys in general just they just don't have any game is that is that what you're finding
2: i don't i don't know i feel like it through social media you know, a lot of times they might think that they feel closer to you, they know you more personally, and sometimes they might come off a little more awkward because they feel like there's a relationship on the girl's end when there there isn't one yet, um, but that might be created in the guy's mind. I know um, recently the Chicago police contacted me about a social stalker that has been hitting up my accounts for a while saying, you know, scary sexual things and threatening things that he was going to do to me. And, and the officer said that, you know, now there's a time where um, stalkers can be more aggressive now because they have that personal connection with you because, you know, you're posting pictures of your your family pets and your food and, and there's a personal line that they can easily cross and get into your life and feel more connected to you.
1: Joe posts pictures of his sandwiches every day <laughs> at lunch. <laughs> oh, I've never,
0: I've there? never. Had, <laughs> I, I need a stalker, don't I, Paul?
1: He had like a lobster I, no, bisque
0: I, soup the other day. I, I don't get Ooh, the
1: stalkers. I don't get the stalkers. Yeah. I get
0: the death threats. I get the I get the right. ones that say I'll kill you if I ever see you. And, uh, <laughs> you know, those are the ones that I have to watch out for. And yeah. people are like, "Why aren't you more active socially?" And I'm like. Usually because I don't like these people knowing either where I live or what I look like per se. And if you're going to get a death threat, you usually don't, if you're in one of these environments, you don't want to want them to know what you look like. So,
2: right. so uh, you, you you're know, just the opposite. Writer, you might say something bad about an athlete they really like, and then they personally take it out on you. You have to protect yourself.
0: Yeah. So that's, see Paul, that's what we're kind of in the same boat here.
2: Good. Minus, <laughs> minus the
1: Instagram followers. <laughs> 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 That's exactly right. Um, have you been doing any NASCAR stuff this year, April? Or what do you what else have you been doing besides no, hanging I've off been, these hipster from New York?
2: Yeah, I've been um doing stuff for the Info series, um, which is, you know, Porsche and Ferrari and Corvette racing. Um, for Weather Tech, uh, and I'll interview some of the drivers with that. And there's a lot of crossover, you know, we have some uh IndyCar drivers that will Um, do some of the bigger races for that as well, and um, so I've been busy with that um, and not so much NASCAR at the moment. I know you love NASCAR.
1: Oh, I do. How could I not? How could I not? (laughs) Uh, Joe actually went to Talladega this year. Was that your first time, Joe?
0: It was. It was my first time at uh, Talladega.
1: Yeah. That's where April and I met. We were hanging out, covering some stuff, and uh, it was like probably the coolest race ever how was talladega for you april i mean the guys down
0: there are just creepy
2: i uh, i love talladega um yeah i just feel like it people are really friendly and really nice i didn't really get into the campground area Uh, that much. okay um so i might have had a different experience than than you guys um but I, I think I loved it. I love the people out there, and they're really close and personable, and they really know the drivers uh, really well, and they follow the sport really closely. So I, I appreciate that. I like, you know, if, if I don't follow a certain sport, but I can still respect people that that are really passionate about any sport, you know, whether it's water polo or football, you know, if you're passionate about it, I love that.
0: One thing uh, i got to ask this, Paul, because this has been – I've never been able to talk to an Instagram model – uh, over the uh, podcast. So let's, um, I see that you did a photo for, is it Vita Coco?
2: Yes, Vita Coco.
0: Right. How often do you get the opportunity or those promos sent to you? Like, here, just take a photo with our can or whatever.
2: Those. A lot of companies, yeah, a lot of companies will send you products for free. Um, and a lot of them, you know, a, a lot of products. And, you know, kind of the nice thing to do, sometimes they'll pay you for it, and sometimes you just are, you like their product so much that you you post about it and an appreciation for it.
0: That's my question is, could you make a living just uh, selling Instagram photos? (laughs) Like advertising, (laughs) advertising.
2: I guess so. My Facebook, you know, I have a lot more followers, and I definitely make more off of ad sales for, for Facebook, but... But, yeah, there is a time right now where I feel like, you know, I was just talking to a friend of mine, um, Stephanie Branton, who's a playmate, and it was interesting because, you know, a lot of times when you do pose nude, it it, there's a line drawn in the sand for certain companies that don't want to work with you anymore. Um, but right now social media has opened that up so that girls that do modeling and that sort of modeling can still actually make a good income off of it, where in the past that wasn't available to them.
1: Joe's considering a career as an Instagram model, and totally we am- just wanted to. I'm completely yeah. amazed
0: by the water, like electrolyte water, and I mean, <laughs> you, could, you could just come up with something, Paul, and and I don't, I, I don't even know. Do people buy this stuff from uh, from Instagram photos? I it's amazing that so many women are like, oh, advertising this water bottle, and all of a sudden
2: water bottle or the there's a teeth whitening one. Yes. yes. Like yes. Teeth, different tea. teas and stuff. Yeah. You know, slimming teas and you know, and the and the thing is a lot of these girls that have a ton of followers, they're ninety percent male followers that probably aren't gonna buy white tooth systems and slimming teas and, you know, water <laughs> bottles and stuff like that. Um so I don't I don't know how profitable it is for the for the companies.
0: Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch back to sports here. And Paul says you're such a White Sox fan. How painful will it be when the Cubs win the World Series this year?
2: Don't get crazy with me right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How painful.
2: I'm proud, you know, I'm proud of the Cubs and I guess I have to say the Cubs are like like our family, you know? And, and like the brother that, that you might hate, but they're still your brother and you still want them to win. Does that make sense? And if anyone talks shit about the Cubs, I get mad, you know, because that's my brother. I can, but if anyone else does, you know, and so that's kind of where the, the family thing comes in, I think, in Chicago, is that they're still my family, you know.
1: That's actually a great answer. You just totally evaded that. She I love did. that. <laughs> she would. She, it, it
0: has to be painful. It has to be. That's
2: my TC answer. She's, no, she's Chicago, Paul. She
1: got. She has to toe the line. I said, Joe. She's the queen of Chicago. Know, she won't say gotta, it. Yeah. But I will. She can't upset <laughs> the Cubs fans. Okay. Bears. You, the Bears. You can say every, anything you want about because everybody's in the same boat. You right. know. Nobody's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm a Vikings fan. Everybody knows we're going to go four and twelve, and it's going to be a rough year.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Paul, come up with some other hypotheticals.
1: Like what? What kind of hypotheticals? Like I don't know. the foot massage, foot massage in Rio or foot massage in, in sports, Puerto Rico?
0: Sports hypotheticals.
1: Sports hypotheticals. Um, like how many games are we going to win when Brian Hoyer's our starting quarterback when Jay Cutler hurts his finger? Like yes. week two?
0: Either that <laughs> or um, let's say, uh, I, I don't know.
2: I, I, how do you guys feel, you know, not living in Chicago? What's your perception of Jay Cutler?
0: That's a, a good, that's I like that because Like that. All right. I I find that the whininess from him is it it I just can't understand why the guy is he seems so unhappy in life. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get what that is because on the field he just looks so unhappy. Off the field he looks unhappy and I I don't know. I mean, he's got all the money. He seems to have a nice family and He's constantly grumpy. Like like he, he's constantly like a little bitch out there. He is. Paul, I mean, it would drive me nuts if that was my quarterback. I have well, to deal I have to deal yeah. with Andy Dalton on my end, like right. breaking mm-hmm. my heart in the playoffs. If I had Jay Cutler, I wouldn't even be able to watch football.
1: You're not even sniffing the playoffs with Jay Cutler. At least Dalton is getting you there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he's at least leaving you at the altar. Cutler is just, he doesn't even show up on wedding day, but that's the thing that's so bad about it is that as a Bears fan, I think this is his eighth or ninth year. He's the best quarterback in the history of the franchise bar none. And I think his biggest problem is his face. It really is because he's so, so quick to show the disgust. Yes. And it's like, Jay, come on. Um, yeah. And who's he going to throw to Alshon Jeffrey and his eternally injured hamstring. I mean, I could see why he'd be upset about that, but, Mm-hmm. But still.
0: but well, he's stat-wise, um, stat he's the best quarterback in Bears history. But, since Sid Luckman. But, I mean, does it really matter? Do those stats oh. even matter when, when I mean, it's just this constant despair? <laughs> it, how could
1: it matter? How could you really care that the stats are that great? April, you've probably interacted with Jay Keller. I've never personally met him. Yeah, what is, is he bull- that whiny
0: constantly?
2: He has a demeanor that that's more introverted, I would say, than the rest of, you know, the team that I've met. But I don't have a lot of interaction with him um, because I don't think he really cares to indulge with media a lot and talk to media, which is fine. That might be his personality trait. But it's hard when Chicago is such an emotional city when it comes to sports. I mean, we fell in love with Jim McMahon, you know, and, and he was, you know, he was next to God to us, and then so having a leader like Jake Cutler, it's hard because we are obsessed with the team, you know, and, and so we feel like we don't have a connection with them. It just doesn't exist. Like he, It's like you're in a bad relationship with someone that you really love and you want to, you know, get married to and you want to move on with and, and you want them to love you, but it's almost like we don't feel the love for us. From, from Cutler, you
0: know? All right, who is now the face I love that. Who is now the face of Chicago sports?
2: I don't wow. know. I, wow. I don't know. That's a good
0: one. Is it,
2: that is a good is question. it Kane? It's got to be Kainer.
0: It's Kainer. Or, I mean, if the Cubs win, huh, she's going to hate this. When the uh. Cubs win the World <laughs> Series,
2: I love how you say when. I want them to. <laughs> I do. I genuinely do, and that's not a lie. I no, will I, I, root for them. I'm a Reds fan,
0: and I don't mm-hmm. even care if the Cubs win. I mean, I, can't, I it doesn't bother me if they win. It really doesn't. As mm-hmm. long as it's not the Cardinals, that's all that matters.
1: <laughs> right? Like, is it Chris Bi- Is it Chris Bryant? Is he the face of Chicago sports I, right he, now?
2: I would say he is, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Is that? That took, like, Tim no time. Kaner. Kaner. I mean, the Hawks. The Hawks have really taken over right now, and it's it's really a hockey town, I'd have to say right now. But, you know, my opinion, being that of a female opinion, doesn't have a lot of weight. But I would have to say we're definitely a Hawks town.
0: If if uh, if Cutler is – if he's not the face of the Bears, who else?
2: I feel like we might not – we don't have one right now.
1: There's nothing. Oh, my God, that's sad. Virginia that's McCaskey. That's so sad. That's it. Oh. Speaking of all these athletes, though, April, and, and uh, you know, just having a high profile, any, any like, creepy, creep, like, athlete stories sliding in your oh. DMs or anything?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a lot of them, and I can't talk about them.
1: Right.
0: She's a member <laughs> of the media. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have especially, to name names.
2: Especially with Snapchat. Oh, but, really?
0: here we go. A guy's yeah. going full of <laughs> Draymond Green?
2: Oh, yeah. How, am, how often? Wow. Once a week? No, 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 no. But it's, it's, I'm surprised, you know, that, and I'm almost nervous because I'm like, you could just possibly lose your entire career by sending photos like a screenshot them, we, you know, and I, and I right. don't, and I'm not going to, but, but I'm always surprised on how big of a risk, maybe they don't realize how big of a risk it is, but, but I believe it is. We were know? just
0: told this last week, Paul.
1: That's right. We spoke to uh, Taryn Hilo down in uh, Houston, said the same uh, exact thing. Astros girl. She said she was getting hit up nonstop via athletes in her DMs. And they were pretty forward, weren't they, Joe?
0: Well, all right. So, April, how do you get the uh, let's fly you to a city where I'm going to be playing? Do you get those messages?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Wow, Paul, Mm -hmm. (laughs) these guys, they're all over. Have you ever even considered one of those offers?
2: No. <laughs> no, I like to keep my work very separate from, you know, anything personal, too.
1: And that wasn't a very convincing no.
2: <laughs> I uh, Well, you know, I know. And a lot of them are the rookies because they're not married yet, you know. But I still feel like like men aren't in like the dating world, they still are going to play around the field. And if they're asking me off of whim to come, you know, fly to a city or meet up with them, like they need to get that out of their system before they talk. Does that make sense? Let's (laughs) rank,
0: let's rank the leagues based on the guys that will, uh, that are the, the creepy or not the rookies you said are the ones that are, they're the most frequent.
1: Yeah. The most frequent DMers. Yeah. The most frequent DMers.
0: Let's go Mm -hmm. by league.
2: Well, from discussing with my girlfriend, they are, we're under the consensus that baseball players, because they're out of town so long in so many different cities that I would say that they're the number one on playing the field, if that makes sense?
0: Yeah, nice. All right, baseball nice number words. one. All okay. right. Yeah, then uh, football hot, hot football, yeah, football.
1: okay.
2: Than hockey,
1: no NBA guys coming through wow. the DMs.
2: No, I wow. don't, you know what? I'm not I'm not big in in that world. I'm not um, you know huge into basketball, so maybe that's why. Maybe I'm the wrong girl to ask.
0: Let, let me ask you this: What about uh, of the guys of the athletes that send you things, uh, DMs, Snapchats? What uh, any of them married that are doing this?
2: I don't know. I mean, I haven't, like, I won't look at A a guy won't send me something and I'll Google him. You know what I mean? Right. Um, But like I said, a lot of it is a lot of rookies. um, And so I'm assuming that they're not, but I don't know. And, And another thing, you know, I think athletes do get married a little earlier because they feel financially stable and they're a little more stable. So, you know, it's possible.
1: Who is Ryan Sandberg? He keeps DMing me. <laughs> <laughs> he is so active on Instagram, by the way. It's unbelievable. No, he's not. Um, and just to clarify too, when you say your girlfriends, we're talking like Playboy playmates and other playmates models, so and
2: Maxim yeah. models and Instagram models. Oh, uh, I want to be yes,
0: I, Paul. I want to hear those conversations. Do you guys need any teeth whitener? I got a hookup on teeth whitener.
2: Oh, right? You, oh my god!
0: You guys should be podcasting that stuff. Yeah, you should no. be. Oh, podcast no. that for later. And Burn then all we those end up dead eyes. like two weeks later, and
2: they're like, "I don't know how that group of girls all died in a car accident." Oh, <laughs> you know? horrible.
1: Hillary, the Hillary Clinton treatment. Yeah, but yeah. Watch out. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: April, we uh, we appreciate all the time. I know yep. you've got a lot of stuff going She's on. She's in her
0: car. She'd have yep. other. She has other things to
1: do right if, if you weren't talking to us you'd be texting while you're driving so we hate to hate to bother you but, we thought uh, we would get
0: a name of an athlete out of her but these these women we? Just, they
1: won't give it up paul well i, yeah. I can't blame them you know but yeah. seriously though april we always love to talk to you and uh just appreciate you hanging out yeah thanks for
2: having me on guys All right, thanks where soon. do people
1: need to go like what url what's what's up what are you pushing
2: just on my instagram because i'm a big instagram model oh <laughs> joe <April> rose. <laughs> she's gonna, her, she is gonna have so
0: many nba guys after this podcast this I is know. Like a 20 increase <laughs> yeah it's going to. all right
2: um yeah april rose just kind of find me there stalk awesome. me there
0: <laughs> all right so guys Reach can, out. guys can go stalk her on instagram she'll just block you and uh
2: hopefully uh you I'm never a,
0: send I'm her never ask to lick her toes or anything like that and I mean, uh, yeah. go back. all right paul wrap it up love it thank <laughs> you so much all right bye guys thanks april bye. all right paul that's uh your friend your friend yeah. april rose And she's great. There's a couple things that stand out there. Uh, I thought the story in Puerto Rico with the playmate getting the massage. I wasn't expecting it to get so uncomfortable. (laughs) I I was thinking that there was going to be like this for who for her for the friend. Oh, I thought there was I thought that there was a hook in that story that was going to go in a different direction
1: and uh, that got a little that got kind of sad it was definitely sad and and that's why i had to switch it up and back on jay cutler like as fast as possible that's what i do in my personal life too like if i'm late on a bill or something Uh, weird's going on i just bring up how inept jay cutler is and then my follow-up to that is how inept virginia mccaskey and the bears ownership team is and that usually gets me out of hot water uh what else the toes That was big. Toes? Yeah. The foot thing, I sincerely don't understand at all. You know, I appreciate Beautiful Women as much uh, as any of our listeners, and I don't understand that.
0: The toe guys are – they're adamant. It's like people on Facebook that share political stuff. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just it's it's the political. Those are the people. Yeah, that's that, it. Those are the guys. The guys that are like sharing every meme in the world on Facebook. Right. They'll share two hundred a day. Those right. are probably that's kind of like the toe industry.
1: It's like they don't even know there's a woman attached to the toes. No, it's all about the toes.
0: It's all about the that's feet. It. And and honestly, they don't even care about the rest of the no. body because no, they just want the. If you look back at the Rex Ryan the whole incident, right? It was always about her toes, the videos. That's right. it. He shot the the foot. It wasn't about like, "Oh, I like your boobs," or no. "You have great you have a great stomach," gorgeous. or You're anything gorgeous. like that. Yeah. Your toes are gorgeous. Right. And, and guys he was were narrating. guys he were narrating? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Guys were requesting this stuff. So Rex would give the guys what they wanted about his wife's feet, and that's fascinating, completely fascinating. And April, I mean, that's going to have to be our new go-to. We're, How, what are your feet to, like? Well, when we talk to these women, these, what are these creepers sending
1: messages about? The feet. We should ask uh, Lisa Ann that. Lisa tomorrow.
0: Ann. We're going to talk to Lisa Ann. Uh, I mean, come on. She,
1: (laughs) think she's ever gotten any weird DMs. (laughs) She sends a lot of weird DMs. Dude, that's a great question. What's your weirdest DM that you've ever gotten? And whatever the the winner of that is arguably is immediately in the running for weirdest DM in world history.
0: (laughs) You know That is strangest, weirdest DM request. That's going to be our new go-to question.
1: Let's lead. Let's lead with that. Uh, Lisa and
0: how April's I, the first time you've talking. You've talked to her.
1: You've, you've. Yeah. We literally met at the race in Talladega two years ago. And you share messages um, and very
0: absolutely. well spoken. I, yeah, I kind of, I kind of don't like the fact that she's a DJ. I kind of wish she had her own show because she's so well spoken
1: and she has yeah. great stories. And she's April is super intelligent. She's super right. smart and she has the best personality. It's kind of like the conversation we had about Taryn Hilo and how nice she is and smart and sweet, and how Instagram sort of rewards lack of personality and, and it really only it sort of like rips the humanity out of everything. It, it does, but, uh, because she has to well, keep the machine rolling, you got to feed the machine, you got to feed the monkey, Joe. And And what gets lost in that is like how cool someone actually is in real life. And and April super cool.
0: Right. So she has to feed the machine. And meanwhile, she has these great stories. Uh, She knows Chicago sports. Think of the story she doesn't tell you.
1: Oh, dude. Think of the story she can't tell you. Yeah. Like can't. I mean, we have stories we can't tell. Um, You and I talk about those stories We have crazy shit all the time in our life. We do. We do when we're not – bed uh, asleep on the couch and at 7 30 local time after too many hot dogs and we're two loser guys that aren't even we're not r- deep into the sports world it's somehow we have these type of stories that even we can't say so imagine what she can't talk about it's gotta oh be like God. being in the mob
0: oh it is it's like being an ig model in the mob you're once you're made you're made <laughs> she can't share She's made. she can't She's- share what's what people are sending her if she talks, she gets the Joe Pesci treatment, okay? Think of that. She has I don't dick, want to. she has dick pics from all over the uh, all over the sports world. She can't send those <laughs> out because it would ruin be funny. it would ruin be her funny career.
1: If, it would, but it'd be funny if she made a graphic of dicks by position <laughs> on like a major league baseball infield <laughs> like at <Ed> shortstop oh. <laughs> Jeff Rebule. Who
0: which the second baseman's had the short dicks? We yeah, should oh, ask her yeah, that. They
1: have weak arms, should ask her that. Should and have asked. I, I think my position, yeah, my position, position. Which guy has the most lumber?
0: <laughs> DH. Uh, <laughs> it, I, the question that always uh, that I, when you ask if these guys that are sending dick pics if they're married is uh, the reason I ask that is it just shows you like they're so ballsy. Like I've got so much money, I'm worth yeah. so much. Nobody will believe you if you sent that photo out and you said this is from so and so. Nobody will believe you. Right. I don't care. No, I'll I'll say that she's lying or whatever. And Draymond. Think, think about Draymond.
1: I was just going to say think about Dan from Algonquin who called in during our show earlier in the week with Marnie, the your wing girl, the relationship expert, seven months in, Joe, seven months into a marriage, and he's thinking about having sex with other women.
0: I, that is why Jeter did it right. Don't get married until you're 40. If I you're, thought
1: if you were you're talking half, about the, the love contract. The, but well, yeah, that, too.
0: But that too. But in that, in that world, why even get married at, yeah. at 29, 30, 32? It's not. I mean, why? Why?
1: I don't know, Joe. I, I, can't, do I it. can't. I
0: can't. can't uh, I can't fathom it. Now, I got married at thirty-two. That was smart. Yeah, I that was good. Get life out of the way. Build a. Yeah. Build a genius blog. <laughs> make <laughs> make thousands.
1: Like we're talking thousands. I'm
0: a talking thousands. Thousands, And, thousands, and guys. then, and then you get married. Down so, the road. Live it up.
1: That's what you did. Lived it up.
0: And April Rose has she has a machine rolling. She's got Chicago media just wonder Clean. how many wonder, she's working all the time.
1: She has oh, to be. Unreal. Unreal has how much be. how much work she does. I and mean, listen to at the beginning of the, the interview, what she said. You know, of all the stuff she's working on Bears stuff, pregame Bears stuff, White Sox calendar. She's the Loop Girl. If you go to Chicago and you get on, you're like in the streets at all, right. you'll see her plaster on the side of a bus, on a subway, I mean, right. on the radio. Just like, not. I don't know when she sleeps.
0: Uh, and, you know, we have a ton of Chicago listeners and readers, so I know they're going to appreciate this one. Um, scrolling through her Instagram, I wonder. Mm-hmm if she just ever just wants to be like turn this shit off, I'm done. I'm done. I'm tired of I'm tired of feeding this machine. Are you reading some of those comments? No, no I don't pictures? even read I don't even have to read the comments, yeah. but it Ugh. to me like all right, so you can sell these c- coconut water things all day long. But at some point you just you just got to be like this shit sucks. <laughs> it's true. Seriously. I couldn't it's imagine true. Uh, what else? What else do we? Uh, what else do we have for this conversation? Uh, Chris Bryant,
1: the face of Chicago that's sports. An inter- see, that's an
0: interesting subject because is. is Chris Bryant? He's not even known hardly outside of the baseball world.
1: What well, was a year ago when there was that huge squabble th- about Cubs management saying him down? And uh, he's just gone ape since then.
0: I, I keep asking you guys. I asked her. I asked you. Nobody would name another bear that is even that interesting. Who is an interesting <laughs> guy on the Bears? Nobody. I can tell Seriously, you as a Bears fan, you, you nobody there. You're, you're a diehard Bears fan. And you, right. you didn't even name anybody. She didn't name anybody. It's that bad. I can't – seriously, it can't be that bad. It's
1: literally that
0: bad, and she she talked about that. Is there one follow?
1: Is there one follow? Zero anticipation.
0: There's nobody on social media that you follow that is worth it.
1: Oh, Eddie Royal, the aging wide receiver. He's worth a follow. All right, Eddie
0: Royal. No, I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Here's how bad it is, Joe. The other night – I saw on the ESPN scroll bar that the Bears' center had hurt his knee and it looked serious purge on Fox. I couldn't even pronounce the guy's name. I'd never heard of him and he's our starter. So that's, there you go. <laughs> All
0: right. That has to be miserable. You're headed towards a four
1: and 12, four and 12. I, get, I, I, I was very you're vocal get about lit that.
0: up. You're going to get lit up twice by the Packers.
1: Matt Stafford's going to rip our, our hearts out again get... like he told us. To my face. To my face, Joe Kinsey. You right. were right there when he said do it. You,
0: do the Bears get swept this year by the uh, Lions?
1: Why wouldn't they? Do it's you been lose three years home. in a row. The Bears can't, three the, years the in a row. Three years in a row? The Bears have not beat the Lions for three seasons.
0: And then what happens? You're going to lose at Minnesota because they're going to be fired up. Do you
1: and they're way? Oh, yeah, and because they're way better. Do you squeak one out
0: at home against the Vikings?
1: Probably. I mean you're gonna win at least one division game. You're not beating the <laughs> Packers. You're not beating the Lions.
0: All right, so you're you're saying one in one and five in division. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Four well, and twelve. I, I I remember those days when I was a Bengals fan and I honestly, by October, you quit yeah. watching.
1: This is this is nineties Bengals right now for the Bears. Uh
0: yeah, I, I, I don't I don't miss those days, obviously, for I mean, who who would say I'd like to go back? But when the season's over that early, it's the most devastating thing in sports. The only thing such you have a to long, cling it's to. It's such a long winter.
1: long winter. The only thing you have to cling to is your fantasy team. And if that's in the toilet, too, just shoot yourself.
0: All you have after October is April Rose's Instagram account. That's it and she is talking to you via football photos and no one else she's just talking to you and she wants your DMs <laughs> and you just send them send her a picture of your feet you know throw <laughs> oh, a curveball that's what we
1: ought to do that's do what we ball. ought to do
0: is go get manicures and pedicures and send a pedicure photo to her she'd love that
1: She hasn't got enough of those. I think she was clear
0: about that. Love it. All right. That's enough. People aren't listening anymore.